guys, welcome back to the Well Said Podcast. My name is Andre and I'm back with my wife, Leah, to talk about following Jesus in an anxious post-Christian age. And in this episode, we just wanted to just list off a bunch of recommends. Yeah. It's a fitting thing to do during summer because hopefully we have a little bit more downtime and we are open to various ways to enrich our life yeah and it's fun to talk about things that we've collected that we like and just to recommend them to people so we both have a list and we don't know what's on each other's list yeah so we can and i just... hope my list isn't lame <laughs> you gotta own it you gotta be like mine oh, is the best okay, list I'm ever gonna start okay. ready i just Go thought ahead. of my other one that i was on my list but okay. i'm going to say it Okay. Because this is going to make your summer, this is going to take your summer to the next level. Wow. It's already almost over, so you better get on this. It is. It has taken my summer to the next level, and it has come from a very surprising source to me, a source that I did not view with high admiration previously. Okay. That is the Starbucks Dragon Drink. Oh, the Starbucks Dragon Drink. Interesting. I have been meaning to rave about this, but every time I would, every time I would get one, and I was about to like take a picture of like you know like Starbucks has a little label thing. Yeah. And uh, the cup, me holding the cup with the label, it just, it looks, it's it's pink. Oh, the drink is pink, isn't it? Like orange? Yeah. No, the pink drink is reddish, but the Dragon Drink is pink because it's made with dragon fruit. Um, and it's got there's like, also a pink drink and it's pretty pink. Yeah, but the dragon fruit is pinker, even though it's not really? called pink drink. So don't get it confused, guys. There's a green one, which I haven't tried. There's a pink one, which is stra- strawberry acai or acai. I don't know how you pronounce that. Um, I think the pink one is a little m- more on the sweet side and the dragon drink is more on the tangy side. Yeah, the and pink drink is too sweet. Too sweet, yeah. The dragon drink has been my like summer non-stop um go to and it's just tangy enough it's just sweet enough and it's creamy because it's got coconut milk but oh. it's completely dairy free and it's got like green coffee extract in it so hmm. it's got caffeine interesting i have not tried it might have had a sip of yours one time but i should it's amazing interesting starbucks dragon drink okay well i can go next um, no somebody else needs to go next. somebody else who else <laughs> Okay, um, so this one is interesting. I recommend comic books. Oh, okay. It's a big one. Okay. For kids? For kids, specifically because... Graphic novels. Well, they have to be quality, so you have to make sure that you have a good list, like a list of really great ones, just on the top of my head, like Tintin and the DuckTales and... DuckTales. Yeah, they have like comics of the DuckTales and then um, like Asterix and Obelix. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, But our kids, especially Nathan, he can't read yet. But he is so engrossed in these stories because it tells a story without Mm -hmm. you having to know what the words are saying because you can see the pictures. And every morning our kids are eating their cereal and they're into these books. And they're all over the table. And it's just a great way to get the kids engaged into books if they're not yet at the reading level and even when they are at the reading level it's so much fun i remember i loved comic books we would go to the library and just libraries in general libraries we, in we general. recommend libraries i just love taking our kids and then they'll pick some comics and i'll make sure that they're good ones 
and then take the stash of books home and then they just like dive right into them it's yeah just they come so back great. with a stack of books and they're just like they're gone for the whole day you know on the couch so it's kind of yeah. cool as a kid i never i never really got into comic books what's yeah. what, like what happened to just... my i don't know what happened to my elementary school library that i never discovered comic books i feel like i would have loved them yeah like for boys for girls it's a great there's like superhero ones and it's just it's just really great and for parents who are like how do you get your kids to read well first of all if you're not a reader and you're, you're never around sitting around with a book your kids are never gonna it's not gonna be normal for them but a great way to start them interested get them interested in a book is just hand them some really good comics and yeah for those who are tolkien fans um there is an amazing hobbit oh yeah uh, graphic novel the hobbit it's on amazon it's a graphic novel version of the hobbit it is very accurate it's amazingly illustrated yeah our kids have used it's and abused our first so good. copy we, we, we just bought a card. second copy because the the first copy we bought just got destroyed because yeah. they just kept using it yeah um yeah that's good okay what's my yours? turn yep uh i recommend aeropress coffee maker oh. thing that thing yeah. has been my so this aeropress uh it looks really complicated but it's really not it's the most simple thing ever I got it for my birthday a couple years ago. Uh, no, it was this year. This November you got it. Was it? Yeah. I feel like I've had it longer than that, but I never used it until I started using it this year. And it is just the perfect way to make one cup of coffee. Like if all you need is a single cup of coffee, it is crazy simple. You just boil some water, put a little filter in there, put some coffee, and you, you press. It, it works with pressure. Mm-hmm. And it is just... It gives you a very smooth uh, cup of coffee quickly and really high quality, kind of yeah. get the flavors out. Yeah, it's been a great. It's I've like it's like it twenty too. bucks or fifteen bucks, little plastic thing. It's yeah. super cheap and it's like really great. Yeah. And apparently, like uh, I've been following Sergi Sergi Kotrovsky stuff about mm-hmm. Aeropress. There's like Aeropress the competitions. Yeah, Mirror Coffee. Uh, there's like AeroPress competitions. Like people go all crazy with AeroPress, but it's also extremely simple for us ordinary folks. Yeah, I think that's what I appreciate about it. That it's not, there's so many ways to make coffee that are a bit more time consuming and less convenient. This is very convenient and quick and it gives you really good coffee. So yeah. definitely get yourself one of those if you're It's also great for on the go. Yeah. And it doesn't require any electricity if you, if or Yeah, battery if you're traveling, you just need hot water yeah. and some coffee. Yeah. Okay, mine is kind of on a different, takes a different turn, but I recommend having kids close together. (laughs) So if you're married and you are deciding to build a family or if you have a couple kids or whatever, we have time and time again seen the huge blessing and benefit of choosing to have at least one set of kids close together. Um, Though it's very hard and that's what kind of turns people away from that decision in the long run it's such a great it's such a big blessing the kids play together they're close in age they become friends they're always together but not all kids become friends. i know but i still think in the long run having them spaced close together gives them a certain level of closeness whether they get along or not eventually they're going to be like this is my sibling and they're like a friend obviously not in all situations but it's still I've just seen such blessing in that. Yeah. So rather than spacing each kid out very far apart when they're going to be kind of not in the same age range to even enjoy 
Well, it just Hang yeah, it, it depends what you have going on with your family life and plans. Um, where you are in life, if you're able to have kids closer together, it's pretty intense. It is but really intense. I think it, yeah, I, I agree. I think it's worth it. I think that um, w- maybe because we're trying to avoid discomfort, families will delay and have big gaps. And, but then you're actually prolonging discomfort because you're prolonging your parenting years. And the most intense part of parenting, I, I still feel like the most, most intense part of parenting is the first three years. Yep. It's hands-on. You get bad sleep. There's diapers. It's just hard physical labor. You get through it faster. And yeah. the kids grow up together. Yeah. And you're not parenting kids in all different generations, although that's somewhat unavoidable. You're still, yeah. You know, Obviously, God blesses every family in their own way. But if if you're thinking, should I or should I not, we say we recommend the close together. Have thing. babies. Um, I recommend the Mar- the rise and fall of Mars Hill podcast oh, yeah, by Christianity Today. That. It's a good uh, one. It's a really uh, very fascinating journalistic uh, kind of. Uh, storytelling podcast of how Mars Hill Church in Seattle uh, got got started, rose to, you know, become so influential, and then how it all fell. And um, in many ways, it's kind of a profile study of Mark Driscoll as a person. It is very well done. Like, it's like an audio documentary, um, you know, podcast version of a documentary. Mike Cosper does an amazing job, but at the same time, it's very sobering. You have to listen to it from a specific kind of heart, I think. Yeah. Um, it's easy to go in just to kind of uh, get entertainment from the carnage, you know, that was Mark Driscoll. But uh, you have to listen from a humble heart, and when you do that, I think that there is, it's a, it's a, it's a case study, and it's a goldmine of of lessons about what does it mean to be the church today yeah. in our culture, in our digital revolution, in our pop pop media driven culture. Like what is the church? What is Christian ministry? Um, what is effective and fruitful Christian life look like? And this podcast is just loaded with humbling and sobering lessons about the state of the church in America. And what you see un un avoidably what you learn is that all of the worst characteristics that made Mars Hill such a powerhouse and such a train wreck many of those characteristics are present have are, are mainstream present in the vast majority of American Christianity so I mean we could do an entire episode debriefing and we probably will um, but yeah. I recommend it to listen from a humble, sober mind to ask yourself, what does it mean to be a Christian today in America, in our secular post-Christian state? And what do we view as successful church? What do we expect from leaders? You know. Yeah, and I think Mike Osper does a really good job with being so balanced and showing the, the fruit, the godliness of this church and yet f- pointing out the flaws and how and why it crumbled i think that's what i love because it's not one-sided it's very balanced it's very it's just really and it's very intriguing and interesting i i've been really enjoying it for sure so okay um so this one is a bit more serious too but i recommend i just learned in this so much and 
I would recommend that when you are tempted to anger or bitterness to come into the light about it immediately. It's a huge power. It's like a surge of power of God when you are tempted to be angry and you text a friend about it and say, I'm tempted to be angry. Please pray for me. I'm so frustrated and I'm tempted to speak out of my anger. Pray. And they pray. It just coming into the light about even your temptation when you haven't yet sinned, but you are feeling that negative surge of emotion coming into the light immediately helps battle that. It gives it gives faster victory over that and living in the light. So just making that making that a habit rather than confessing once you've already sinned. Mm-hmm. Coming into the light about your temptation. It's a whole it's a it's a whole spiritual habit yep. of learning to battle temptation at the beginning of temptation yep. rather than at the end. Don't be embarrassed that you're tempted. We're all human and we're all sinners. So bringing it to a friend, to a spouse, to a mentor and saying, I'm so tempted right now. Please pray. I want to be godly in this situation. Mm. Well, that just adds another recommend to me that I didn't think of, but Mm -hmm. I'll just throw it in there very briefly. I recommend mentors. Oh, yeah. So like mentorship is, um, it's kind of a newer concept. It's, It's a little bit... So it's not ex- it's not the same exact thing as friendship, right? right. Although the best mentors are friends, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I think that you can have friendship without mentorship, right? Right. For sure. Uh, I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm totally speaking on the fly here. Um, I'm not sure how much. I think a good mentorship is always going to include a dose of an element of friendship. Mm-hmm. But you can have friendships with mature Christians, but there's no mentoring going on. Yeah. By mentoring, I mean each of us needs to have a conscious drive to try to uh, learn the wisdom and benefit from the godliness of people in your life to be intentional about it. Identify people in your life who have characteristics, spiritual qualities of maturity and wisdom that you lack and that you need more of. And make it an intentional part of your life to seek them out grab coffee and just say, hey, <clears throat> I, I just wanted to hear your thoughts on this. I just wanted to hear your advice on this. Like, it doesn't have to be all super, like, deep and heavy. Yeah. Um, but mentorship is a beautiful thing, and it's an element of discipleship, of healthy discipleship. It's very important. Yeah, so ask yourself, do I have mentors, any at all? If yeah. I don't, go get them, because they yeah. are. It's been transformative around. in my life. It has been... Yeah essential in my life yeah have seeking out like leaders and pastors even outside of my own church who are now friends and who have been just immeasurably beneficial and encouraging to me yeah that's a really good one um is it my turn again or are you okay uh this one is i recommend a costco wagon that we bought for the kids Mm. slash not the kids, just the family. The, the wagon. family. The foldable, it's, it's a foldable, foldable wagon, wagon and thing. And it's like really changed our life. It's, we used to stuff everything Completely into our little our stroller. And it's just like, you know, your purse. And then you got your picnic blanket and your chairs. And, you know, we're, we're pretty late to the game. We see a lot of our friends already have it. But we paid, I don't know, like what, 50, 60 bucks for it? Something like that. And it's just this great. You plop your kids in there and you still have space for 
It's like a summer thing. You have it folds completely flat, and you can keep it in your car. And when you get to a park, and you got like drinks and chairs and stuff, like if you've you got more, more than everything. one the kid, thing, <laughs> that thing exactly, kids. The thing is like three hundred pound weight capacity, so it's like super super heavy duty. And so you just pile everything in, and you pull the wagon all the way to wherever you want to hang out. It's, it's really just nice. Been really nice, yeah. My turn. Yeah. Um, on the lighter side, if you're on Twitter, I recommend a guy named J.R.R. Jokin. Um, this guy, whoever he is, some account is hilarious. It's just like really <laughs> funny. My uh, weekly dose of evangelical Christian humor. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. I'm not on Twitter, so I wouldn't know. But yeah, for for those of you who are on Twitter, I don't know many people up. who are on Twitter. I uh, there's probably like two or three if, that I if know. If you're personally. on Twitter and you're listening to this, we need to connect because nobody that I know is on Twitter. Literally, none of my friends are on Twitter. Yeah, I, I'm just there because I'm following like you know. Yeah, it's a leaders kind and of... cultural trends and stuff like that. And yeah, um, speaking of following, I have a recommend to follow an account on Instagram. Much more people are on Instagram called Sharon Says So. Oh. And I've recommended it on Instagram. I'm not overwhelmed by her content. Well, yeah, she's not she's not someone that I f- that pops up on my timeline very often because I don't look at her stuff a lot. But she's an American government teacher, I think high school teacher, and she is so informative and I think that when during the you know when there was like really intense political moments, mm-hmm. like her stuff was so in insanely helpful to me just to clear it up tell you actually people say these things but that's not true the law says this and she's very like i'm sure she's biased but it doesn't come through in her page she's she's very like at that clear you can't really tell where she leans she's like this is factual that's an opinion this is factual that's an opinion and it just helps clear up a lot of that emotional you know polarization that happens in our age and if you want to get informed even if like just a little bit, you know? I feel like I'm more informed because I follow her. And mm-hmm. just a great... And she's funny. She's like really quirky and funny and interesting and engaging. So mm-hmm. if you want to learn more about politics and if you're... Like, especially if you think you know a lot, just follow her because she knows her stuff. Nice. I recommend uh, the Wing Feather Saga. I've probably mentioned yeah. this before. But yeah. just like... Just I gotta clear times. the air. No, I gotta clear the air. Maybe some of the people who listen don't know the full spiel on it but wing feather saga is a four-part series written by andrew peterson who's a singer songwriter very well known in the christian world he wrote this four-part fantasy series that is i guess it's kind of uh, a teen fiction level reading level maybe like 13 year old reading level um it for those of you who are reading nerds um writing nerds it is just a masterful craft of storytelling it is so good Uh, i i'm enjoying it for myself as an adult as a christian it is loaded with so much nuggets gold nuggets of christian truth and wisdom embedded into narrative it's just so freaking good it's fantasy um you know it's like other world stuff Mm -hmm. i think it's better than narnia it's different it's a different type of story than narnia um so it's hard to you know compare I enjoy the storytelling craft better than I enjoyed Narnia. Yeah. Um, Although I'm kind of gearing up to go back into Narnia and reread it again. Um, It's just really good. It's really good if you're a parent reading to your kids. I started reading to our kids when Nathan was 
four and Gracie was five. That's how their age level. And at first, Nathan was having a tough time keeping up. But in the first month of reading it, his comprehension level came up. And so we're almost done with the series now. And it's been like almost a year it took us because we're reading a little bit at a time at bedtime. Highly recommend. Yeah. Just awesome story. Yeah, really impacts the kids. if you don't know why you should read good stories, then check out our episode on why you should read fiction because we have that. Do we? I forgot. Okay. Um, Mine is a little bit more, um, I guess, deeper, if you want to call it that. But um, normalize asking your friends after they have vented about a problem asking have you prayed about it um i want my friends to do that to me and we should do that to one another it's just like a quick thing that's like well duh but um we are quick to give advice and quick to you know say things oh you know scripture or whatever and our thoughts and our opinions but sometimes a friend will have this big problem and then they realize they have never prayed about it and it's just like well it's the basics so just ask one another, have you prayed about this? And then and then um, go from there. Yeah, and we need encourage to make... others to ask us when we're venting. Mm-hmm. We need to make prayer a more um, common and inseparable component of all yeah. conversation and daily life. And yeah, and it's so, it's so basic, but we forget. Yeah. Specifically within our relationships. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, I recommend... Christinpopculture.com. Uh, Christinpopculture.com is a website that you probably haven't heard of, maybe. <clears throat> uh, it's founded by a guy named Alan O. Noble. He's a he's like a author. He's a uh, he teaches at a at shoot something Baptist University. Uh, he teaches English. Um, he's an author, kind of sort of cultural commentator kind of guy. And this website is fun. Like I don't, uh, obviously I probably don't agree with every single thing on the website. There's like a huge variety of authors and they have different opinions. But overall, it has been really interested, interesting to read, to go on there. Like when I watch something and I'm a little bit puzzled by it or I'm a little bit like, hmm, um, processing a show mm-hmm. or a movie, I'll go on there and find a review. And like almost always I find something really thoughtful mm-hmm. and, you know, interesting and thought-provoking and challenging kind of to my perspective um they it's just basically like christian authors and you know writers reviewing movies music pop culture trends events Mm -hmm. super interesting christinpopculture.com okay my next one is i recommend noom tablets that's noon or noon noon is it m or n at the i think it's m at the end n-u-u-m I think so. Um, I've had a few friends recommend it. And then um, mostly I started just noticing that I'm like drinking. N-U-U-N. N-U-U-N. Okay. Noon tablets. They're just little. Hydration. They come in little like tubes. You can order them on Amazon or Fred Meyer. And they're just like, you just put a tablet in your water and it just, there's different flavors. And it's just like a hydration thing. But I... A lot of us are dehydrated. Yeah, and we don't we're know it. a lot of us are dehydrated, and I Especially I would coffee drink. Drinkers. Well, not only dehydration, but 
I would drink so much water like through the night all day and I was still thirsty. I could never like satisfy my thirst. I would chug mm. water and and then I um, talked to some people. They're like, you probably are missing electrolytes. Like your body is not retaining that water and your kidneys are probably working too hard. So I started, especially like on a long work day where I'm staging homes and I know I need extra electrolytes. I just grab a water bottle with that stuff and it really, I really see a difference. So. Mm. Noon. We've yes. been liking that. I, I really like those. Um, let's see here. I recommend Doctrine and Devotion podcast by Joe Thorne and Jimmy Fowler. Um, has been my number one encouragement this summer, actually. Mm. Listening to these two guys, they're pastors. Joe Thorne, you may have heard of him. I don't know. He's really cool. I just like him. He's got an interesting past. He didn't grow up in the Christian culture that we most of us grew up in. He grew up like like crazy. He had a hard life, hmm. crazy life, drugs and stuff like that. And um, turned to Christianity and eventually became a pastor. And th they laugh a lot. They They are not, you know, they're serious about the serious things, but they're not going to get... There's this, there's this just, I feel like there's a balance of spirit in them where these guys are really funny mm -hmm. and they're, the humor, um, it keeps everything in balance. Yeah. Even the serious stuff that they're discussing going on in culture and church and stuff. Yeah. And also they're just really historical and doctrinal. Like they're just all they're They love to take apart. The whole podcast is mostly based on the idea of just taking little elements of doctrine and just explaining them to you in ordinary language. Hmm. And so it's like a doctrine education podcast, but it's also like really funny and lots of relevant cultural stuff too. So doctrine and devotion by Joe Thorne, Jimmy Fowler. Interesting. Um, my next one is a children's book called the last of the really great wing doodles by Julia Andrews who is an actress, which I never knew she was the author until I like read the whole book to the kids and mm. then looked at the back and I'm like, oh my goodness, she's Sound like, of Music, Mary Sound Poppins. of Music, which is like one of my favorite movies and she's just so awesome. But the book is amazing. It's just about these family of three kids and they go on this adventure with this professor and it's about imagination and it teaches them these s super big life lessons that are so valuable for children to learn. And it's such a fun adventure, and it's it's a fantasy book with so much color and fun and humor. And it's the kids really loved it. I loved reading it. I first remember being introduced to that book. I think it was second grade. My teacher read it out loud to us, and I've, I've remembered the title since then. So if you um, are looking to read something to your kids, it's a really great one. So apparently she is like an author author, you know? Oh, really? She wrote some other novels, too. Hmm. children's novels who knew wow well, she's an incredible actress too i actually really love her she's, she's still alive i think so hmm. yeah the last of the really great wang doodles all right um i recommend citizens music they have been a consistent source of encouragement to me as well citizens music this band used to actually play at mars hill mm -hmm. they used to be a worship band for mars hill um and after mars hill in the last you know seven years they've gone on to really just kind of define their own path as a band and they are just amazing i love their creativity and their theological depth like the their music 
I, you can always count on them being both artistically profound and theologically sound. That's mm-hmm. something that's really hard to find these days yeah. in a band. I think it's one of the biggest things about like a band. Like I want, I love music. I love creativity. And you can have somebody super creative, but their imagination is not formed by deep theological thinking, yeah. deep theological understanding. And you listen to their music and it's just, it's so rich theologically it's so profound and so good it's such an encouragement their their albums are they have such a variety they have one that just like is all about processing sin and grief Mm -hmm. there's another one all about celebrating the gospel like just they're just so good and i'm just i'm not i can't i can't get over this band i'm listening to them for years now yeah uh citizens music um speaking of music I want to recommend one song that I've just been coming back to over and over, and I just think it's so profound, so meditative, prayerful, just amazing. And it's by Audrey Assad, and I know she has left the faith since she's written this album. It came out in 2014, so at the time she was a Christian. She's controversial. I'm I'm not going to recommend her as a person, but the song I Shall Not Want by Audrey Assad is just profound. It's so good. It's so deep and thoughtful. And I just think it's meditative. Like it's a good thing to listen to when you're trying to meditate on scripture and Mm. think about your heart and repentance and all that. Mm. So I would recommend that specific song. I recommend grass-fed beef patties from Costco. Yeah, we just had some yesterday. It's summertime, and we're buying, you know, if you're grilling, if you're making burgers occasionally, right? Like, Costco is the place to go to get these, you know, bigger packs, especially for family folks. And I always kind of avoid the paying the extra dollar or two, you know, for the the better quality. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's not, it's really... People, in this case, pe- it's yeah, I like I. People are like, "Oh, you buy grass-fed beef patties, you're rich," or something, you know. Like, um, but it's really like a dollar more or two dollars more. It's not that much more, but they taste way better. They're just it's a really rich beef flavor, and yeah, it's really great. good. Burgers, summer, good burgers are essential up. to summertime. Yeah, for sure. Um, I recommend a family-friendly, kid-friendly hike slash walk which is so needed because if you want to go hiking with your kids you're not going to take them to oyster dome it's too hard for kids but the heather meadows hike walk it's not really a hike i wouldn't call it but at mount baker where we went last weekend with some friends it's like what a 15 Are you minute sure walk that's heather meadows it's called heather meadows i specifically looked at the sign Okay. So it's at Mount Baker's. You have to drive up to almost, not quite to Artist Point, a little lower than Artist Point, right? Yeah. But it's 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 just above the ski area. It's this amazing walk down to the like a little lake, and it's just so scenic, and it's got like almost 360 degree views all around as you're walking. So if you want to take your kids somewhere to explore nature, and there's like picnic tables there, and it's like what forty-five minute drive from Bellingham. It's really yeah. It's beautiful. one of those things. Like I live in Bellingham most of my life, and then you go to a place like that, and you're like, oh my god, this has been here like, all along. This is amazing. We and should go here more. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm running out of stuff here. But my last recommend of the day is a book from uh, Brett McCracken called The Wisdom Pyramid. Hmm. Um, 
I think that a book like this is essential to us young folks, especially. Brett is uh, he's a writer for the Gospel Coalition editor also, and he writes on a lot of like cultural things, entertainment, movie reviews. He mm-hmm. does. I-, I love his movie reviews on the Gospel Coalition. Like follow him. Like he has a newsletter, like a like a arts and culture newsletter that you can subscribe to specifically from him. He'll send it once a month. Really, like I recommend that too. Mm-hmm. But um, he's just like more in the arts and culture and like aesthetics and stuff like that. And so um, he just released this book this past year called The Wisdom Pyramid. And it's just, it's uh, it's helping you think about like what it, in this digitally crazy culture, like what am I consuming? What is forming my soul? And he talks about categories in this book that categories that for our younger generation, you may not have even thought about in depth like uh, just talking about like the power of like nature on your heart in in worship and prayer Uh, the power of understanding beauty like what is beauty and how do I how do I pursue beauty in my life and things like that and obviously he talks about basically like you know what are the it's like he take he takes the whole food pyramid thing Mm -hmm. and he talks about it in terms of like a spiritual thing like a wisdom pyramid Yeah, and that's so a, that's a cool concept. There's like scripture, um, outdoors, um, music, mm-hmm. technology, and like all these things. He breaks them down and says what what role should they have in your life? Yeah. So the a book like this is just so needed and so right for the moment for right. today's world where we're being you know our generation is literally being brainwashed by media, by technology, by so much information. And we need to form our categories, not right. just not just have better content, but you mm-hmm. need to actually consciously form the categories of content that you are looking for mm-hmm. and what you receive and what you want in your soul to shape you. Yeah, that's really the good. Wisdom Pyramid by Brett McCracken. My last one is a bit more, uh, I guess it's more for homemakers, but um, if you have... St- uh, stainless wife. steel appliances which uh, most of <laughs> us have you know that literally one person opens the door and then there's these fingerprints and it's really gross and it's hard to keep it clean because it's so visible with the dirt especially if you have kids so these like a fridge fridge yeah, yeah, yeah. dishwasher okay. oven microwave whatever stainless steel things you have so a few years ago one of my friends recommended this they're stainless steel wipes the brand is called Therapy, and it's just this tube of wipes, and you just take it to the fridge, and it just does What's such a good job. What's the brand called again? Therapy. Therapy? Therapy. They're sold on Amazon in a pack of two, mm. and they're just the easiest way, because people are like, oh, use some vinegar and oil and whatever, but it's just great that it you grab a, you grab a wipe, and you just wipe down your whole fridge, and keeps it nice and shiny and clean. So mm. Great. Yeah. We should be, like, getting, like amazon affiliate links and like getting some money for all these recommends you know we did not get any sponsors uh from any of these products by the way (laughs) hopefully those are some things that make your life more interesting and some of those you may find helpful um let us know what your biggest recommends are you know when we post this instagram Mm -hmm. and um not facebook nobody uses facebook we don't recommend (laughs) nobody uses facebook yep um let us know what you've been discovering lately especially for me personally i'm always looking for music recommends good music 
Uh, hit us up, let us know, share this episode with a friend if you think some of these things were helpful. And we will be back to talk to you guys again soon. Mm-hmm.